Your Amazing Milk, the evidence-based podcast about breast milk from a dealer for you. Maybe your life has just turned upside down because you've had a baby and you have lots of questions. Or you've heard that breastfeeding is good for babies and you just want to know more about it. I'm Katie and in each episode, I talk about the processes going on in a woman's body, about the composition of breast milk and its effects, as well as tackling those myths and facts. Amazing, fascinating and all backed up by science. In this episode, is it true that breastfed babies do not need extra water, even in a heat wave? Is breastfeeding a reliable contraceptive? How perfect does a woman have to be to produce good milk? And why do some babies sleep through the night almost from the start? Hello and welcome to our fifth episode. This is where we are going to talk all about the time from the first to the sixth month of the baby's life. This is when breastfeeding really is established after the ups and downs of the first few weeks. Your milk is now fully mature and all you need to do is keep up the good work and maintain your supply. And yes, all your baby needs for those first six months is breast milk. You might have heard the terms milk and hind milk, but there isn't an obvious point when your breast milk changes from one type to the other. The composition alters gradually as you nurse. If you look at your milk, you may notice the milk at the beginning of each feed appears thinner or more watery than your hind milk. But it's not that it's poor quality milk. It's actually high in protein, sugar and vitamins and minerals. As each feed progresses, the fat and calories steadily increase. And while the amount of fat in the milk at each feed can vary, during the course of each day, your baby will take in a similar amount overall. As we saw in the previous episode, a single milliliter of breast milk can contain millions of cells, including stem cells, good bacteria and immune cells. And while the components are now pretty consistent, your milk still adjusts in reaction to any threats to your baby's system, a process scientists are only beginning to understand. So if your baby catches a bacterial or viral infection, or you do, your body will start to make protective antibodies, which will become part of your milk to fight it. Scientists have discovered that levels of leukocytes, the immune-boosting living cells that were present at such high levels in your colostrum, rise again if you or your baby are unwell. If your baby is healthy and reaching her growth milestones, there's no need to worry whether you're still making enough milk either. Your breasts probably feel less swollen and leaky and tender than they did in those first frantic weeks. But this is because they're getting the production down to a fine art and are making exactly what your baby needs. In fact, however long you continue to breastfeed, your breasts will keep adjusting and becoming more efficient at producing, storing and distributing milk. It's quite warm here in the studio right now. How good that I always have my water bottle with me. I've just remembered something. Did you know 
Breastfed babies don't need water. If your breastfed baby is under six months old, you don't need to give her water, even during a heatwave. Studies in hot, dry parts of the world have found that exclusively breastfed babies get all the fluid they need from their mother's milk. When the mercury soars, you simply need to keep yourself well hydrated and continue to feed on demand, as your baby may be thirstier than usual. Isn't that great? I am time and again fascinated by the wonders of breast milk. And here's a little bit more knowledge, something many people have never heard of. Did you know? Milk supply stays constant after four weeks. The amount of breast milk you produce increases very rapidly over the first few weeks, but then hardly changes as your baby gets older, until she starts eating solids. Amazingly, a breastfed four-week-old baby drinks the same amount as a breastfed six-month-old. Honestly, it's true. She feeds less frequently, but during each session, she takes in more milk, more efficiently. This means she uses the same amount of energy per day to support her changing stages of growth and development. That is really amazing. Before we dive into the topic of sleeping through the night, here's another claim that many women have heard, even for many generations. But is this claim true at all? Myth or fact? You can't get pregnant when you're breastfeeding. It's a myth. Complete and exclusive breastfeeding on demand, including at night, with no use of other fluids or food for your baby, suppresses ovulation in most women. But it's not guaranteed. And don't forget, you ovulate before you have a period. So if your periods haven't returned yet, you could get pregnant the first time you ovulate and not realise until later. So if you don't want to conceive, back up with other forms of contraception. Next time you hear this in conversation, you can share your knowledge about it. After all, it's pretty important. As we know, new parents are asked many questions. One of the most common, which is often asked, is, is she sleeping through yet? It may surprise you to learn that waking up during the night is the norm. In fact, studies show that babies aged one to six months who breastfeed at night typically consume 20% of their total daily milk. So night feeds are an important part of your baby's diet and help your supply match her nutritional needs. She isn't just using your nipple as a comforter. Nighttime nursing has other important functions. Breast milk is higher in some specific components at night. These also have a sleep-inducing function which helps your baby develop healthy wake-sleep patterns. Evolutionarily, night feeds are a way for mums and babies to check they're close and safe during the hours of darkness. And for a baby in a busy household, they can be a great opportunity for one-to-one -one time with mum. Even by 6-12 to 12 months, most babies will still be waking at night. 
In a study of more than 700 infants in Wales, almost 80% woke at least once a night at this age, and more than 40% regularly fed at night. A quarter of the babies woke three or more times. And there was no difference in the frequency of wakings or feeds between those who were breastfed and those who had formula. So if you're thinking feeding formula or introducing solids before six months may help your baby sleep better, think again. It's even not just your baby's digestive system that isn't ready for food yet. Her whole face and mouth are still tailored to exclusive breastfeeding. Over the next couple of months, she'll lose the automatic sucking reflex so that instead of pushing food straight back out of her mouth, she can hold it in and swallow it without choking. Alongside that, the whole bottom half of her face will change shape as her jaw grows and the fat pads in her cheeks reduce a little, yes, really, so she can fit food into her mouth, move her tongue around and chew properly. But for the moment, her entire system is geared towards your milk. And not only that. Did you know? Nursing helps oral development. Breastfeeding helps develop your baby's jaw and the alignment of her teeth that will start soon coming through. In fact, malocclusion, misalignment of the teeth, is reduced by 68% in breastfed babies. Sucking at the breast gives her mouth muscles a thorough workout too, which will set her up for eating and talking clearly later on. I don't know about you, but I've always had the feeling that everything is quite conclusive once you've heard it. As with all the content on this podcast, this information is evidence-based. If you are interested in the scientific background, you will find all the links at the end of each episode. Now I would like to turn the focus back to you. If you need to spend time apart from your baby, perhaps because you're returning to work, having medical treatment or simply going for a well-earned evening out, you can express your breast milk in advance for your partner or caregiver to feed her when you're not there. Once breastfeeding is well established, most mums find an electric or battery-operated breast pump the most convenient way of building up a supply of expressed milk. But did you know you can get more milk in less time if you double pump? In tests, expressing from both breasts simultaneously was not only much faster, it also produced 18% more milk on average than expressing from each breast in turn. And the milk produced had a higher fat and calorie content. Great news for busy mums. Double pumping is also something to consider if you want to boost your milk supply or your baby is unable to feed directly from the breast. And if you have milk that's not being drunk directly by your baby, then you can absolutely use it in other ways for your baby or yourself even if it's just a few drops. Here comes the good stuff. Did you know? Breast milk kills germs. Breast milk has been found to have antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory properties. While the science is mixed, many mums use it on their baby's rashes and cuts, 
and to alleviate eye and ear infections. And it can also help soothe your own nipples if they get sore. But be sure to seek healthcare professional advice if symptoms don't clear up quickly. You can also use breast milk to care for your newborn's umbilical cord. Applying it to the stump has been shown to help it fall off faster. And just like last time, we've quickly come to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us. And one more thing to take away, just for you. A little reminder. You don't have to be perfect to breastfeed. Obviously, it's best to have a healthy, balanced diet and drug-free lifestyle. But we know that even malnourished mothers produce good, quality breast milk. Studies from around the world show that mother's milk is almost always better for babies than formula. Yes, even if you choose to enjoy the occasional alcoholic drink or strong coffee, a partial to junk food or live in an area with poor air quality, as the transfer of most toxins to babies during nursing is fairly low. If you're on antidepressants or other long-term medication, the benefits of breastfeeding may still outweigh the risks because your amazing milk contains many protective antibodies and is so perfectly tailored to your baby's developmental needs. Always check with your doctor about whether medications are safe to use during breastfeeding. According to the World Health Organization and UNICEF, the only instances when breastfeeding is not necessarily best are when the mother has HIV and can safely and sustainably formula feed, a severe illness such as sepsis that prevents her caring for her baby, or herpes with active lesions on the breast. Also, if the mother is taking drugs such as heroin or cocaine, having chemotherapy, or receiving radioactive iodine medication for her thyroid, breastfeeding is not recommended. If you're still unsure whether your breast milk is best for your baby, check with a healthcare professional. In the next episode, you'll learn how to combine breast milk with complementary foods. This was Your Amazing Milk, the evidence-based podcast about breast milk. From Medela, for you. The references to the studies used for this podcast can be found at medela.com forward slash ebook.